Welcome to One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sagern, the radio show for entrepreneurs and business owners, leaders, and dreamers. Learn more at newsradioklbj.com and onemanbrandradio.com. Now, here's Ray. We're back. Back better than ever. It's One Man Brand Radio here on News Radio KLBJ. Got us here Saturday morning, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. It's the voice of the entrepreneur, and we appreciate you making us part of your, your shovel Saturday. We've got Wes Hurt from Clean Cause Water, but also the founder of Hey Cupcake. He's a serial Austin entrepreneur, and he's our guest this morning on One Man Brand Radio. Wes, welcome. Good morning, and thanks for having me. All right, Wes, let's just dive right into this. So, obviously, Hey Cupcake is an iconic Austin brand. There's a great story there. But what I want to talk to you about really today is- It's iconic, is is it? I think it is, man. I mean, every time I drive by on on Barnett Road, which is my neighborhood, man, I see it all the time. And I think it's it's one of those Austin success stories, which is uh, in the the world of food options, okay? It's something that's made locally, enjoyed locally, and people identify with. And I think Austin- more than anywhere uh, identifies with those sorts of homegrown success stories and if it started in a food truck even better yeah for sure um i guess i've, I've had many people tell me that and they'll be like you know wes you you started a cupcake and i'm like yeah we, we make cupcakes and we sell it out of a trailer like what's the big feat you know and and being in recovery that i am and struggling with addiction in my past um it's I'm I'm a guy who's uh what what do they say I'm an egomaniac with low self esteem yep mm-hmm. and so I'm not really aware uh, a lot of the time of certain accomplishments um you know maybe like that that people give me accolades about and they really love but on the flip side if I'm winning an argument um I'm I'm very happy to let the other person know that I don't so know so I definitely want to talk to you about the roller coaster ride of Hey Cupcake I want to go back to the beginning with you there in a little bit but just okay. to kind of set the stage if if I know the story correctly you you uh you you built Hey Cupcake and it starts to take off and that's when you're addi- you also had the money to really feed your addiction the way a good addict wants to Right? Sure, sure, yeah. absolutely. And then that's where where things start to get a little crazy. But through it all, you end up with your current endeavor, which is Clean Cause. Let's set the stage for people who haven't connected the dots that the Hey Cupcake guy is also the guy with the bottled water that says clean on it in grocery stores all over Austin. Right. And so uh, regarding the the whole, uh, to to step back a little bit in, in terms of Hey Cupcake, um, you know, my addictions really didn't... Uh, take off there per se. Uh, I was pretty steady uh, ripping and running for like 15 years uh, ever since I had graduated high school. Um, I was always a guy who who was just, um, you know, on the more deep, deeper, I guess, pseudo uh, intellectual standpoint or philosophical standpoint, looking for purpose. And I was just never satisfied with any kind of gig I had going on. So I was a guy who jumped around the country, uh, you know, making geographical changes. However, mm-hmm. there weren't uh, any changes in Internally. So, um, you know, I was just a restless individual. And so, you know, I came back to Austin and all my ideas before that had been, quite frankly, just too big to handle. And, you know, at some point it was like, you know, this is a cupcake. I can bake a cupcake. Trailers are rad. Uh, let's shine one up, slap a big old cupcake on top rotating and uh, 
got Hey Cupcake. So it was uh, something practical that we could actually bring to life. What, um, what kind of business training do you have to uh, as you were, were launching Hey Cupcake? Did you just make it up as you went along, or was there was there some formal training along the way? How'd that work? I'm a, I'm a fan of experience. I really am. And it's cliche to say that you learn more through your failures, but, you know, I— and maybe that's true or not, but I just experience. I'm a guy that likes to touch, feel, smell, hear, see for myself what actually something is. We all have different interpretations of different experiences. And uh, if I just take that as face value that someone's told me this is how it works and then I experience it, which I do often and realize that I don't agree with them. I started making it a practice to say, hey, touch and experience as much as you can um, so you intimately you know, have your own understanding. We're going to bounce around a little bit, and especially in this first segment, so we can get kind of all of it on sure. the table, because I want to drill a little deeper with you about recovery and what that means for your business, what the business means for the recovery, and vice versa, because you know my listeners know I make no bones about the struggles I've had in the past and what I've had to do to get to where I am in, in my business and with this show. But let's fast forward. I think we've got the hey cupcake on the table, and, and we've established that you struggled with, with addiction and got in recovery, and somewhere in recovery, that gave you the idea for clean cause. So tell me how that came to pass. Where right. did the idea come from? What was the what was the eureka moment? Yeah, so so the last year or two of the Hey Cupcake run as I call it, I picked up opiates. I had finally progressed to that and you know, fast forward, I was popping 35 Vicodin in a day. I ended up getting kicked out of my house uh, by my wife. I got fired from my own business through our board of directors and um, ended up uh, living in a warehouse with a um, another homeless guy. And I, I basically was waving the white flag in terms of like, I'm, I'm done with life. And I just, I'd lost all purpose and all this stuff. And the opiates just took over. And so basically that brought me to my knees to a point where I, I essentially, you know, had to make a decision if I was going to live and die, uh, live or die in which way we were going to go. And so... To that end, you know, we made the decision. I mean, I made the decision to uh, try to get in recovery. Long story short, you know, I ended up, my wife allowed me to come home, got clean and sober, but it was not easy at all. It was a, it was a massive struggle for months and months and months. And then, um, you know, I essentially uh, got kicked out permanently of Hey Cupcake. Um, uh, someone wanted to buy it and I sold it to them. And uh, basically, I, I was hungry to find something else something of purpose, but also that um, um, satisfied my entrepreneurial urge. So tell me why bottled water? Bottled water, really the name and everything came first, uh, which is interesting. I like to think I'm the brilliant person in branding and stuff. I'm like, I made a cupcake, this giant cupcake. But I, So I called my sister up and, you know, I, I, I was like, you know, um, hey, what, 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 I have this idea uh, for a brand and I, I want to call it Sober. And, and maybe the water did come up in that conversation, but I said a bottle of water and it says Sober on it. And so it's just like in your face, like, what is that? And my mm-hmm. sister was like, I don't know. And she's not in recovery or anything, doesn't have any problems. She's like, I don't think I would carry that around Mm -hmm. she goes people are gonna think i have problems Uh and i was like okay okay she goes what about clean and i was just like ding 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 (laughs) bam fireworks went off and then and then it kind of uh it evolved into clean cause uh as Mm -hmm. the um because the the idea to give back was already there 
So bottled water in terms of it being the, the, the product for clean cause is the, the double entendre of clean. Um, sure. You know, it, it works. You want clean, not dirty water. It's got a relatively low barrier of entry. Um, mm-hmm. You put water in a bottle and you put a label on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a very highly competitive market, but that's where the cause comes in, where it's, you know, it's a massive differentiator um, to take on something that is so um, such an epidemic well, maybe I should clarify. So, so half of the profits go to support people in recovery, um, and our give back initiative are sober living scholarships. Mm-hmm. And so, um, again, to mix business and something as sensitive as recovery or addiction and all the different facets of that was very interesting. But um, as someone who likes to disrupt and make waves, it mm-hmm. was a dream come true. Sounds like you got it all hitting on all cylinders here. I love it. Just getting started with Wes Hurt. He's the founder of Clean Cause Water and in a previous lifetime, hey, Cupcake. And we've got him here for the whole show this morning here on One Man Brand Radio. We'll pick it up next when it continues here on News Radio KLBJ. to One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sager on News Radio KLBJ. Now, here's Ray. We're back. One Man Brand Radio here on News Radio KLBJ with our guest this morning, Wes Hurt, who is the founder of Clean Cause Water. Man, I see you everywhere. And also, I still see that cupcake just about every day driving up and down Burnett Road. Tell me what's different about this current endeavor, Clean Cause Water, versus your, your previous business, Hey Cupcake. Sure. Yeah. Um, purpose would be the one word. And, you know, Hey Cupcake was a manifestation of, of I guess, my, my creativity and something that I want to try to prove to people that I could create and make it a viable business, even being kind of a sporadic guy who's always been ADD or whatever. And and so for me, it was just to bring a dream to life and to do it in a whimsical way and not to like show people like in your face, but to be like, 
no, you can bring dreams to life. And, and it was a whimsical brand, a very simple brand that was based in kind of nostalgia and a simple pleasure that was just meant to make people feel good for a moment. But there was a whole cupcake thing going on too, There right? was. Yeah. There was a, you know, a decade ran of, um, of cupcake madness. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, TV and shows and just, yeah. All over the place. Every mm-hmm. billboard commercial. It was weird. It was mm-hmm. kind of odd. It was like, what the heck? But, um, you know, somebody out in New York definitely started the trend and we, we jumped on board. But um, anyway, it was a great experience. Uh, back to the, the purpose aspect of it. Um, although it did, uh, it was a simple pleasure for people and it definitely brought joy in, in going to this, um, you know, endearing little trailer and this pastime to hang out with your mom or whatever it was for the occasion to go get a cupcake. I reached the point to where that was the the depth of it and, and that was it. And although it's good, it wasn't enough to, to keep me um, engaged and wanting to be involved in the business. And so... Um, the, the the addiction took over because I was just kind of, there was no scratch being itched. And so um, in terms of deeper. And so the, the cause came about and um, it's, it's purpose driven. We're impact driven. And, uh, but I got to keep it real too. You know, that when I started it, I am a businessman and I believe in the American dream in the sense that uh, for me, it's that you, you, you have the right to make a ton of money. But that the my ideal is that the, but you have a heart of compassion and would essentially give most of it away that you don't need. I'm not a big fan of just building up uh, coffers of cash. You, I don't have that, so it's hypothetical right now. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. It's One Man Brand Radio with Wes Hurt, founder of Clean Cause. It's the organization behind what was the 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 bottled water, but now it's also also you you've branched into other things as well, right? We have. And so uh, being being an addict, and I hate to characterize for everyone else, but I'm going to do it for myself. I'm the type of addict that always wants more, 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 more. So I'll speak on my own behalf. But when I started you can this- You to be speaking on behalf of all of us addicts. Though. Well, I just, I just got to be careful. <laughs> but, but, you know, but yes, I am speaking for you out there. But, you know, the, in terms of diversifying and starting to extend the, the portfolio of products, the vision from day one, within the first couple of months, I got trademarks in Europe and Australia. Mm-hmm. because addiction doesn't know boundaries, right? And mm-hmm. it does not discriminate. So I knew that the need or the, the potential appeal of this is, could be massive. So to specifically answer your question, in terms of the beverage category, we've created kind of what I like to call a consciously caffeinated energy drink. I hate to use the word energy drink because it's kind of a four-letter word of the extremists and gotcha. you know, in the yeah. other brands that are out there, mm-hmm. which I won't mention. But um, so it's just got, it's, a, it's an organic beverage. It's got a lower calorie. It's um, um, it's uh, it's just refreshing, but it, it was now, how the, much of that is? Talk to me about like the mad scientist component of how's that created? Do you find somebody who knows how to do it, or is it a white label sort of thing where you bring somebody sure. in, or well, how sure. does that work? So the the all of the all of the above that you just said are viable options. Um, how we did it um, was I did find someone. Um, I kind of had the uh, concept in my mind of what I thought would be the ideal beverage mm-hmm. that was not zero calories, so it just had the impression of being completely fake, but uh, not being overly you know, saturated with calories or sugar. And so, um, yeah, we found a person that specializes in food R&D, and uh, we pulled the trigger. And regarding anything else in that, in terms of how it develops, it's just, it's Google, Mm-hmm. It's phone calls. Yeah. It's how do I get this? How mm-hmm. do I get that? And it's just pulling triggers. 
One Man Brand Radio with Wes Hurt. Clean cause, the name behind the water you see in Whole Foods and you see it in Central Market. And you see it more and more places. Talk to me about that sort of wild ride of shelf space and just... It's one thing to, to get the product to exist, but playing that game with the distribution channels has to be something that's new compared to Hey Cupcake, right? Oh, absolutely, but it's, it's a blast because it's a challenge. For me, um, addicts in society, even when they're in recovery, are often seen as kind of like, yeah, it was good. He's got his life to be together. You know, he's kind of, now he's mm-hmm. like kind of on the level playing field. You know, mm-hmm. we don't expect much more from him, you know. Uh, and again, I'm making generalizations, but in, in terms of, I, I wanted to create a brand and, and and inspire and bring people on along the team that believed not only in the good cause of this and creating impact, but of kicking some serious ass in the mm-hmm. business of it mm-hmm. and, and saying, look, we're not second rate. We're going to destroy you. And, and it's on. And I mean that in the, the most ethical way, but mm-hmm. it's just like good, fair competition mm-hmm. and we play the game. Mm-hmm. Let's go. So in terms of the distribution, I, I really, my team is amazing. Mm-hmm. We have people that believe in this. We have, you know, four employees in recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't have that much time when they came on, but these guys are passionate because they also have purpose. They see that we're not BSing and that we're really putting forward the mission, and which is huge for me to show the transparency of what mm-hmm. the, the cause is doing, what you're doing when you buy the water, you know, over Ozarka. Look, water's water for the most part. This has not come from Iceland or, or <laughs> Greenland, I guess, because it's kind of the oxymoron there or whatever it is. Yeah. It's not from Fiji, mm-hmm. you know, this is, uh, but it's good water and it's purified, but mm-hmm. it's about the cause it's about the purpose so let me just tackle that head on and 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 we'll take this up to the break and we'll pick it up after the news but uh and i mean this in the spirit of love kind of to borrow how much you're there prove to me that your water's clean and your motives too sure so in terms of proving the water's clean anybody would be welcome to come to our purification plant any day and check it out. Um, we do all of the processes that the big boys do in terms of reverse osmosis, um, you know, microfiltration, carbon filtration, UV light filtering. And we, we, we stacked it on and did everything possible to get the best possible water that we liked and tasted um, good. It comes from um, the second largest aquifer in North America. It's the Carrizo Wilcox. It sounds really uh, kind of exotic and kind of like, wow. And then that last part, and you don't make any, you're not casting any aspersions. You're not a 501c3. You're not a nonprofit, but you designate a set number of profits towards sober living scholarships. Explain that. Yeah. So 50% of our profits, the bottom line profits after taxes, the, the whole deal. So um, and let's just back the wagon yeah, up for a second. So sober it. living is very often when a person is coming out of a treatment center or maybe even coming out of uh, 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 being incarcerated. Now, all of a sudden, it's like you have to be clean and sober in the world for the first time. And sober living. Yeah. So sober living in that context, it's it's, it's a bridge to reintegration, uh, I think, in society. And I think there's a gap in the continuum of care that uh, someone gets fresh out of rehab or incarcerated, look, they need a little time to acclimate. And I'm not talking about a free ride. I'm talking about a little bit of grace and compassion for somebody who wants to get better. I think when we hear the word scholarship, we think of it in terms of, of college. So explain to me the process. How do you review people and how does that all work? You know, up to this point, you know, we're not creating a ton of profit. And so regarding who we select and stuff, I mean, we have people calling all the time. And we just try to help every single one of them, quite frankly. And uh, whether or not it means digging into the investment we've made already um, and just ex- overextending 
it's it's fine. It's what's inspiring. And, and quite frankly, it also drives the brand, right? It's the story. So it really satisfies, you know, the capitalist side of the business, but also the social mission. And that's why I love the synergy between those two. But back to your, your original question of the, the Sober Living Scholarship is, yeah, it's, um, we do 30-day Sober Living Scholarships in high accountability homes. We do not give to any single home in an interest of not having conflict of interest. Uh, we diversify who we give to. To that end, we're actually in the process of uh, creating a nonprofit foundation. Uh, it's going to be the Clean Cause Foundation. It's going to be 100% uh, dedicated for nice. to receive funds, tax write-offs, all that good stuff for people who just want to give and don't want to have uh, 10,000 energy drinks. And so... <laughs> having a good time this morning with Wes Hardy, the founder of Clean Cause. We'll pick up the conversation after the news when One Man Brand Radio continues here on News Radio KLBJ. One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sagern on News Radio KLBJ. Now, here's Ray. All right, it's One Man Brand Radio, and we're back. News Radio KLBJ. Guest this morning is Wes Hurt, uh, who is best known these days as the founder of Clean Cause and the line of water and energy drinks under the clean banner that he launched a couple of years ago. Before that, Hey Cupcake was his first success story. And woven through the end of Hey Cupcake and through the beginning of Clean Causes, your willingness to be very transparent about your struggles and your victories. And, of course, Clean is just joined at the hip with uh, serving recovering addicts and, and dedicating some of your profits towards the advancement of that. And of course, my listeners know that I'm pretty honest about my own uh, struggles and recovery coming up on and celebrating another year very soon. It's something I take seriously. And what's interesting is I kind of contrast my experience with yours. In the beginning, I was not so honest about things. I still carried quite a bit of shame. But you know, you know, my ad agency existed for and survived the worst of my addiction and then really flourished when I found recovery, but I didn't share that with everybody in the beginning. Sure. And and just to to call myself out, I mean, at the very beginning, you know, you hear you just in, in life sometimes fake it till you make it. Part of my thing was th- this one day I wrote a Facebook post and basically told everyone that ever knew me that I was an opiate addict and was smoking crack and went homeless and left my wife, walked out of the house, walked away from my business. And it was kind of my christening 
or just my initiation for me mm -hmm. to dedicate to moving that way mm -hmm. and trying to do it in an extreme way. So, you know, for me growing up, it was very early on about beer and then pot became what we smoked on the weekends and then all and it just it, it was progressive and and I think even when I first got in recovery I wasn't down with a disease concept but I'm 100% clear on it in my mind now that it is a progressive disease agree or disagree sure um neither to answer okay. that. and so <laughs> you know part of my vision for this brand is that we're a platform that all perspectives can be uh, voiced in, in order to have the most full context for anyone who would be involved in this, which is in, in the whole cycle of addiction, which is basically America. Um, everyone knows someone. And so, um, but how I like to speak about the disease aspect is I do have my own personal opinion, but I do not share it. And I don't know that I really have um, mm -hmm. other than with my wife. That said, I believe that the issue of speaking about a disease or not is actually a bottleneck in the conversation in America. If you don't believe it's a disease, then you oftentimes fall into the camp of it's just a behavioral thing or um, that you're a victim, mm -hmm. and um, which is it, it's something I, I don't really dig, um, the idea of me being a victim or other people being victims. Okay. We made decisions. Okay. Um, uh, and I'm not saying that's what that means necessarily. But on the flip side, I think for it to be a disease and, and seen as that officially and from a... Um, uh, medical standpoint, there's, uh, you know, there's policy, public policy and funding things and so forth. So a label needs to be there. And so I think that's good. So I guess what I'm saying is when it comes down to disease or no disease, I say, look, let's not argue about whether or not it is or isn't. Can we agree that the, it's a problem? And then if we can, let's have further the conversation on what are some potential solutions. One Man Brand Radio with Clean Cause founder Wes Hurt this morning on the show. Now, it's interesting. In that very chair right there, we've had Chris Hyams, the founder of Indeed.com, which is a gigantic company that, uh, you know, two billion searches per month based right here in Austin. Even somebody like Tim League of the Alamo Drafthouse. Their stance is when asked this next question has been, I don't want any part of it. OK, which is, does your brand have a political affiliation? It does not. It doesn't. And again, in an effort to remain a platform where people feel comfortable to express their political leanings, that's kind of what we want to be. We want to be a conversation starter, an icebreaker, a thing that if you can agree in our philosophy of just being a part of a solution and not it, the solution, then join. Grab our water over the other brand. And if not, cool. You're not going to hurt our feelings. And so that's kind of how I feel about it in terms of just staying apolitical. Is you know? it that because politics are so polarizing right now that if you put your dog in that fight publicly, you run the risk of pissing off half of the population? Absolutely. So, yes, I will cower away from that challenge and say that I will not, you know, because I definitely have strong opinions. But a single statement or a Facebook post of my belief does not do it justice. There's mm -hmm. there's context mm -hmm. and there's there's principles behind why I believe what I do. Mm -hmm. And so it just there's too much other stuff. I'm changing diapers. Okay. <laughs> I'm not on Facebook as much like that. I am on Facebook a lot. That kind of became my addiction too. But anyway, yeah, we just life is full. 
you know, and we're trying to check every time we go through this, you know, that we're doing the right thing with the right motives. Wes Hurt, Clean Cost here on One Man Brand Radio. So as an entrepreneur, you know, you got to, you got to, and I don't want to be cliche about this, but you got to skin your knee along the way to learn to, to make the mistakes so that you can get better, right? What, what are some of the biggest mistakes you've made along the way? The biggest mistakes I've made along the way, giving people false expectations of what I said I would deliver and, and um, not ever explicitly promising things to them, but inspiring them to the point to where they thought, you know, that they may end up flying their own private jet. Let's just keep it in the clean cause. Sure, Let's sure. Go, because the question is, what would you do different? And obviously, right, right. I think if you go back to, hey, Cupcake, you probably find all kinds of things you do different. But in the clean, just in launching clean cause in the time you've been clean and, and launched this new enterprise, which is taken off like gangbusters, what would you do different if you could do it all over again? Not much. Not much. The only thing I regret at Clean Cause or Hey Cupcake or any of these things are the people I hurt. That's the only thing I truly regret because I had some good times. I had some bad times, but I don't regret them in retrospect because I can see clearly why they happened. I would not be here without those trials at Hey Cupcake. I wouldn't have had friendships with some big guys in town who liked cupcakes, but I was never on their lead, in their league and stuff. But it was all blessing as a result of the chaos. Do you know the Sweet Leaf guys? I do. I'm actually really close buddies with Clayton, uh, Clayton Christopher, the founder. Great guy. I do know him. Are you willing to share maybe if he's been any kind of a mentor or helped you out on this? Because obviously their success story is well known around he here. He absolutely has been. And there's many people in town that have inspired me in that way. But Clayton specifically, he's got a great heart. People see him as just, you know, maybe on the outside, don't see him as a bad person, but they see him as just a guy who can just kill it in business. And he does. He's one of the most amazing entrepreneurs I've seen. I think he's just getting started, quite frankly. But on the other side of that is he's just, he's a dad, an awesome husband. And, um, you know, he's, he's a good dude. How do you step up knowing that you're now in that role for a lot of younger entrepreneurs who are coming up where maybe in the same way you could go to Clayton or, I don't know, somebody else that people are now coming to you, hey, Wes, can you give me an idea? Or, hey, Wes, I want to do this. Or, hey, Wes, will you invest in my deal? Or whatever it is. Sure. Now that you're that guy, how do you handle that? I just try to serve as much as I can. And by that, it's like, how can I help? How can I connect people to the right resources? Can I give them information to make their own decision and not tell them how to do it? Those are some of the people I've respected the most is just by saying, here's the information. You're running your own deal. Go for it. But this was my experience, you know? And so it's sharing my experience. It's sharing my resources. It's trying to extend myself, which some people would say wouldn't be healthy, but it's part of my life now. That's what gives me fullness to help create whatever it might be. This is One Man Brand Radio here on News Radio KLBJ. Our guest this morning is Wes Hurt, founder of Clean Cause, and before that, Hey Cupcake. And we'll be back to wrap things up with Wes when One Man Brand Radio continues here on News Radio KLBJ.
You're listening to One Man Brand Radio with Ray Sagern on News Radio KLBJ. Now, here's Ray. Welcome back to the show this Saturday morning. <laughs> Did you just take over my radio show? 6 a.m., 7 a.m. All right, it's One Man Brand Radio here. That's the voice of Wes Hurt, who's our guest this morning here on One Man Brand Radio, having a good time. I, I love having other guys on in recovery, and it's not, you know, it would suck if we were just a couple of guys in recovery just, just scratching each other's backs for an hour, but I appreciate your candor, your willingness to keep it real, you know what I mean, and, and to talk honestly, not just about your struggles uh, with addiction, but, you know, business, you know, I think there's this maybe... Maybe when it comes to entrepreneurialism, there's like this false glamour that people assign to it. And it's at the end of the day, it's hard work, man. And there's a lot of things that aren't very glamorous about it, right? For sure. For sure. I mean, I think you're right. We all look at what I like to call outlier. Say, well, he made $200 million. Well, that's one out of 300 million people. Right. Speaking of outliers, you know, in the last segment, we uh, I asked you about the Sweet Leaf guys, and you said Clayton Christopher was uh, was a bit of a mentor for you. Anybody else, any of the other usual suspects or guys around town that have helped you out? Oh, absolutely. Um, over the last year, basically a year ago, I got a random call, and it was from the founder of Silicon Laboratories, Nob Such. Um, he said that he wanted to meet. Um, we met the following morning, and it was him and his wife. And long story short, um, he looked at me and said, what do you need? And uh, I kind of went silent, like I just did for a moment, because I was kind of shocked. And I said, what do you mean? What do I need? And he's like, you're going to need something. You know, we want to help you, support you in this thing going. And, and it, was a, it was a crazy, awesome uh, experience in that moment. And, and part of the connection to Knob was that his wife had picked up one of our cans, turned it. Our message goes up the side of the can that says 50% of the profits support recovery. And she wanted to get in touch because she had lost her sister to a drug overdose that year, which was last year. So it had affected her very personally. And they wanted to support. But the reason that he's impacted me so much is that this guy, is um, he's been on top of the world in terms of business. He was Forbes' top richest after like when he was 40. And he founded Silicon Laboratories, a very respected company in, in Austin. And he was willing to sit down, and he has been for over a year, make time to hear my insanity, my growth mm-hmm. through recovery, as I'm finding stability, and to guide me with wisdom in a suggestive way and not a commanding way. And it's been an amazing experience. And, and then um, just recently, we, uh, he, him and his wife invested, actually, in our company. And so it's, uh, it's, it's been a huge blessing. He has. I've got the idea of SWOT on the brain, SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Let's go through all four. What's your strength as an entrepreneur? The strength as an entrepreneur. I I wonder what your answer would be if you asked somebody else. I think I have endless energy. I think I was born that way. I was born to just be a live wire. And um, I feel so grateful for that. And so I'm energetic. I love to create. I think creating is a, um, a strength of mine. And then what I believe be most most important is, is vulnerability. In a world where we try to protect and not show people our weaknesses, especially in a, in a society driven by status and success and stuff, we don't often associate vulnerability and exposing our weaknesses as a positive trait. Um, okay, so that takes us neatly to the second part of the SWOT analysis. What could you be better at as an entrepreneur? My weaknesses are controlling my emotions at times, um, my reactivity uh, when I just I'm, I'm highly emotional and I'm sensitive. And so the way that I present myself and the way my inflection, how I get with someone, I get animated. 
And I'm like, no, 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 no. But it's just, I'm trying to express what's in my heart and that's really coming out the wrong way. So it's, it's that uh, control of my emotions um, to a certain extent is one of my greatest weaknesses. What's the biggest opportunity for clean cause? I believe the greatest opportunity is, um, I think it's just to keep doing what we're doing, quite frankly. I mean, I see potential, but I see a brand that is one that you can drink and wash your hands with. Another Let me product. ask you this. Okay, so when we get to opportunities and threats, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guide you in a sure, specific please. direction here. So for opportunities, what's the diffusion? What's Is it getting in nationwide chains? Is it going international? What I mean, what's the next step? How far along are you on this thing, and what's the next step? Sure, so this investment that we've recently got will allow us to increase distribution in the Southwest through Whole Foods. Um, HEB has been an amazing brand, so we're going we're gonna to penetrate that throughout Texas. Really, it's a regional focus to drill down, refine any of the products that need to be done, refine marketing messages, everything, so then we can scale it. And, and so that, what that means is next year raising a few million dollars. And so to do exactly what you said, push through um, retailers that uh, they're willing to get behind the cause and um, really drill deep with those and then expand from there. One Man Brand Radio with Wes Hurt, Clean Cause. So SWAT is S-W-O-T, Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities, Threats. Those last two get a little wonky sometimes when you ask a, a, a business person to, to get vulnerable and just lay it on the table. And especially when you get to threats, it's like what business owner wants to identify publicly, this is the thing that could bring us down. This is the thing that could be the Achilles heel. Sure. But as addicts from one addict to another relapse is always a possibility. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing that I'm not building provision in for me to relapse, but the the stats and odds are that I would. And I tell people that not as a, as a thing to buy myself some relapse insurance, um, <laughs> but the reality is, is I might. I don't know. But what I will say is that, you know, in terms of threats, it's the way that I present myself. Um, it's the way that if something does go wrong, that I make it right quickly. You know, for me, too, is that I know that I'm going to be this face person, the spokesperson of this. But it's also growing a team of people that own the responsibility of carrying the integrity of this brand as well. So it's not contingent upon one person with Achilles heel. We have lots of people and we've become kind of an army that really is the one. And the reason why this brand is where it's at, it's the people. I have a ton of gratitude to the city of Austin. It's emotional. Um you know, uh, being an addict and, and uh, getting fresh in recovery and trying to come with something that says I'm going to mix money and recovery and being trusted in those times was huge. And they just kept believing and kept saying, you know what, we're going to give this jerky the benefit of the doubt because he used to sell us cupcakes. No, but, you know, it really it's I, I, it's overwhelming the support that we've been shown. Fair to say Austin's a big part of the brand? Heck yeah. You know, and this is kind of crazy. I don't know if I should share this, but, you know, I, I, I fantasize or dream. And, like, what, what if one day I go on one of these shows that's national? and Like I've, a Shark Tank or something like or, that? Or like a, you know, like a, a Steve Harvey day show where they're talking about, well, why'd you start this? And, and this is just weird that I'm saying this, but, like, people that I've known that have come from Austin and go on these things, like, the first thing they need to be saying is, what's up, Austin? I love you. You know, and I've always been kind of pissed at them. I'm like, dude, you're not going to give us any love? Just us? <laughs> you started here, man. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm really grateful to Austin. I'm really grateful to my wife. I'm really grateful to the family. But I'm also, my team is unbelievable. They make me look good. Real good. 
So stay tuned. Let's see what this can happen. I mean, the dream is um, that this brand can create you know hundreds of millions of dollars in funding. I ask a lot of guys who sit in that chair, are you a serial entrepreneur? And, and, and I think I already know the answer, but is there something beyond this that you've got your eye on? Or is <laughs> is building clean to whatever stature you've got in your head the the thing? Part of the thing about me that I realized only recently was that I have lots of ideas and I work on them on the sides. But it wasn't just because I wanted to satisfy this like creative itch in retrospect. Um, basically, I wanted a backup plan that if the business didn't work, I had another one or two or three. It was the same way I did with my drug dealers. I need to make sure if this guy who just said he's going to be there isn't there that I have a backup plan. <laughs> so it came into like my insecurities in life. Yeah. And so basically, I've also been uh, nicely asked uh, by investors to focus. Mm -hmm. And it's been the biggest relief I've ever had in my life from a, a professional standpoint, because now I'm all in on clean, mm -hmm. completely. Mm -hmm. I'm putting everything else aside from the business standpoint. And that extra time that I would have wanted to go scratch that creative itch, I go spend with my son and my wife and, the, you know, and my cats. And um, life is full, and it's uh, awesome. I asked you earlier for advice for young entrepreneurs and your role there. What about advice for people early in recovery? My mom always said one thing, and I, I never was able to understand it, but it's do the next right thing. Mm -hmm. Just do the next thing right in front of you. I know it's very difficult. We want our lives back. We want them to be in a place that we always envision they could be. If you focus on the thing right in front of you, you will be there faster than you can imagine. And it's just the irony of it. Focusing on one thing feels like an eternity, but we all know that our lives are going by a blink of an eye. So if you realize that that is true, back up and say, hey, focus. What do I have to do before that next thing can happen. Get you out of here on this next question. Wes Hurt, founder of Clean Cause, and before that, hey, Cupcake, what's your legacy with this? How do you want to be remembered as it pertains to, to Clean Cause and, and Wes Hurt? <laughs> I just want to, I want to make my family and friends proud and uh, be known as a guy who put it all out there and who was a little screwed up in the head. And um, in terms of just, you know, I, I experiment and just, you know what, a guy who lived life fully and try to be a good person and give back as much as he could. Wes Hurt, thanks for being our guest this morning here on One Man Brand Radio. Thank you so much. Thanks so much to my producers. I definitely want to thank Paul Kriegler and Monica Ballard and Deanna Vaughn and Sweet Jack Anderson. They work behind the scenes to help bring you the show every week. I'm Ray Sagern. Thanks so much for being here, and we'll catch you back here next Saturday morning for another edition of One Man Brand Radio from News Radio KLBJ.